0: This morning, we find ourselves in the middle of the seventh chapter of Mark, where Jesus responds a second time to the accusation that the Jewish teachers had made that his disciples were spiritually unclean, spiritually unclean because they were eating food with unclean hands. We, we find the story in Mark seven fourteen through 23. Let me read it for you. It says, again, Jesus called the crowd to him and said... Listen to me, everyone, and understand this. Nothing outside a man can make him unclean by going into him. Rather, it is what comes out of a man that makes him unclean. After he had left the crowd and entered the house, his disciples asked him about this parable. Are you so dull, he asked. Don't you see that nothing that enters a man from the outside can make him unclean? For it doesn't go into his heart, but into his stomach, and then out of his body. In saying this, Jesus declared all food clean. He went on, what comes out of a man is what makes him unclean. For within, out of a man's heart, comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, Adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from within and make a man unclean. Let's pray. Dear dear Father, I thank you so very much for your word. And God, in spite of the fact that this is a difficult passage, give us understanding today. And help us not just to be hearers of your word, but doers of your word. Speak to us now. It's in your son's name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. During the recent pandemic, a a real emphasis has been placed on keeping ourselves and our surroundings clean. We were to clean our hands regularly with soap and water or with an alcohol-based hand sanitizer. We were to cover our mouth and nose with a mask when in public settings. We were to maintain at least six feet distance between us and others in our immediate family. We were to avoid touching our eyes and face. We were specifically to make sure that we covered our mouth and nose when sneezing or coughing. And we were to stay home if we did not feel well. Now the reason for all of that was to stop the spread of the coronavirus, a virus that has killed close to 4 million people worldwide. And we didn't want us or our families to be infected with this virus. Instead, we wanted ourselves and others to be physically well. Now, our focus is a little different in the church. While we also want people to be physically well, our main concern is that people be spiritually well. I mean, Jesus' main concern is that people be spiritually well. And to be spiritually well, you have to be spiritually clean. And unfortunately, the Jewish leaders of Jesus' day had a mistaken idea of what makes a person spiritually clean and what makes them spiritually unclean. And they thought that the disciples were spiritually unclean because they ate with unclean hands. Look at the question they asked Jesus, Mark 7, verse number 5. So the Pharisees and the teachers' law asked Jesus, Why don't your disciples live according to the tradition of the elders instead of eating with their food with unclean hands? As I shared last Sunday, it wasn't that the disciples ate with dirty hands. They just didn't clean their hands ceremonially. Uh, According to Jewish tradition, the the truth is, Jewish tradition had all kinds of rules about how to keep oneself spiritually clean. And it was beyond just cleaning your hands in a certain way, they were to clean their dishes in a certain way. They were to clean their clothes and take a bath in a certain way. They were to eat certain foods and avoid other foods. They were to avoid certain people. There's a hundred (laughs) more. And if you didn't follow these man-made traditions, you were considered to be spiritually unclean, supposedly like the disciples. Of course, these Jewish leaders thought that they were spiritually clean because they kept all of these many traditions. But we learned last week that Jesus had a different opinion of them. He called them hypocrites. They may have sounded holy but their hearts were far from holy. They were more concerned on teaching and obeying man-made traditions than teaching and obeying the truths of God's word. They may have thought that they were spiritually clean but according to Jesus they were far from it. And we have to be careful that we do not make the same mistake. Thinking that we are holy when we are not, thinking that we are spiritually unclean when we are spiritually, thinking that we are spiritually clean when we are spiritually unclean. And so Jesus answers this question in this morning's scripture: What makes us spiritually unclean? He makes the crowd and his disciples, including us, to know what makes a person spiritually unclean. And he gives four answers to that question, two to the crowd and another two to his disciples. Jesus' first answer is not what is on the outside and comes into you. What makes us spiritually clean, unclean? Not what is on the outside and comes into you. Notice how Jesus begins, Mark 7, 14 and 15. Again, Jesus called the crowd to him and said, listen to me, everyone, and understand this. Nothing outside a man can make him unclean by going into him. Rather, it is what comes out of a man that makes him unclean. It is obvious that Jesus wants the crowd to listen to him and understand what he is saying. Because what he is going to say to them is new and radical. They have been taught for years that it is what that comes from the outside in that makes you unclean. Eating food with hands that hadn't been ceremonially washed. Or drinking a drink from a cup that hadn't been ceremonially clean, Or eating a dish from a bowl that hadn't been ceremonially cleaned. Those were the kind of things that made you spiritually unclean. And here Jesus is teaching the exact opposite. It is not on the outside. It is not what is on the outside and comes into you that will make you spiritually unclean. Now Jesus mainly is talking here about eating food. And he is saying, when you eat, what you eat doesn't make you spiritually unclean. Now, it may make you sick, it may make you overweight, but it doesn't make you spiritually unclean. Please understand that Jesus isn't saying that it doesn't matter what you take into your body, or it doesn't matter what you take into your mind. Those things do matter. But what doesn't matter is the food that you eat. What doesn't matter is the way you clean your hands. What doesn't matter is the way you clean your dishes. Now now how you do those things may affect you physically. But they don't affect you spiritually. They don't make you spiritually unclean. And so the question, what makes you spiritually unclean? Jesus' first answer, not what is on the outside and comes into you. And then Jesus' second answer, what is on the inside and comes out of you? Look again, Mark 7, verse number 15. Nothing outside a man can make him unclean by going into him. Rather, it is what comes out of a man that makes him unclean. Note note that second part of that verse. Rather, it is what comes out of a man that makes him unclean. It is not what that is on the outside and comes into a person that makes him unclean. Rather, Jesus says it is what on the inside of the person and comes out of them that makes them spiritually unclean. The Jews thought that it was what was on the outside of them that defiles them and makes them spiritually unclean. And Jesus again is saying the exact opposite. <laughs> that it is what is on the inside of them that defiles them and makes them spiritually unclean. And people that is equally true of us. The problem isn't outside of us. The problem is inside of us. As a matter of fact, the problem is our the problem is us. The problem is our hearts. Jesus is pointing his finger at the crowd and at us and saying that the problem is us, each of us individually. Not the food we eat, not the way we clean our hands or our dishes, not the people around us. We are the problem. I am the problem. And what I am on the inside, in my heart. If you remember when the prophet Samuel went looking for a new king for Israel... After Saul had failed to be a godly king, God told Samuel to look for, to look at the man's appearance, not not the man's appearance, not his stature, but to look at his heart. We we see the outward appearance of people, but God looks at our hearts. He knows each of us what we're like on the inside. He knows what no one else can see. He knows the good, the bad, and the ugly. And it is what is on the inside of us, in our hearts, and comes out of us, in our actions. That is what makes us spiritually unclean. The question, what makes us spiritually unclean? Jesus' second answer is what is on the inside and comes out of you. And then his third answer, not what food goes into your stomach. Jesus gets more specific with his disciples. Mark seven seventeen through nineteen. After he had left the crowd and entered the house, his disciples asked him about this parable. Are you so dull? He asked. Don't you see that nothing that enters a man from the outside can make him unclean? For for it doesn't go into his heart, but into his stomach, and then out of his body. In saying this, Jesus declares all foods clean. The disciples didn't understand what Jesus had just said to the crowd. Or or maybe they couldn't believe what he had just said. I mean, this would have seemed radical to them. I mean, they had been taught that these external things were the things that made them unclean, like cleaning your hands in a certain way and not eating certain foods. And Jesus is saying that none of that matters, and they couldn't understand. And so after a brief rebuke, he explains it to them that nothing that enters a person from the outside makes them spiritually unclean. Think about what happens with food. I mean, it doesn't go into a person's heart. It goes into their stomach where it is digested and eventually goes out of the body and is eliminated. Food passes through us physically. And in the process, it does not affect us spiritually. It doesn't make us spiritually unclean. And then Mark adds this special note in saying, this Jesus declares all food clean. For centuries, the Jews had followed the dietary laws of the Old Testament, where some foods were considered clean, And other foods were considered unclean, like eating pork. I believe this was God's way of protecting his people from certain diseases. But over the years, they had begun to think, because they were following this diet, that that made them spiritually clean and right before God. And Jesus was telling them that their thinking is wrong. It really doesn't matter what they were eating. The food that you eat doesn't make you spiritually clean or it doesn't make you spiritually unclean. And yet we have a tendency, even in our day, to blame external things for our problems. Oh, it's today's culture. It's my upbringing. It's the internet. That's what's wrong. (laughs) Those are the things that make me unclean. But Jesus is saying that the problem isn't on the outside. It's not food, it's not the culture, it's not your upbringing, it's not the internet. The problem is inside of you and me. The question, what makes us spiritually unclean? Jesus' third answer, it's not external. It's not what food goes into your stomach. His fourth answer, it's powerful. What evil comes out of your heart? Mark 7, 20 through 23. He went on, what comes out of a man is what makes him unclean. For from within, out of a man's heart comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evil come from inside and make a man unclean. What makes a person spiritually unclean is not the food that they put in their stomach. What makes a person spiritually unclean is the evil that comes out of their heart. And whether we like to admit it or not, there is a lot of evil in our hearts. Our hearts have been inclined towards evil, towards sin, ever since we were born. Listen to what the prophet Jeremiah told us. Jeremiah 17, verse number 9. It says, The human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked, who really knows how bad it is. The Jewish leaders may have thought that they were spiritually clean, but they were far from clean in their hearts. What, What did Jesus say last week about them? Their hearts were far from God. And Jesus is cautioning his disciples, and he is cautioning us not to make the same mistake, to thinking that we are spiritually clean when our hearts are unclean and our lives are unclean. And then Jesus gives us a list of some of the evils that can flow from an evil heart. Evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder adultery greed malice deceit lewdness and lustful desires envy slander arrogance and pride and folly and foolishness i told christie this week after studying this list that it doesn't matter what's on god's list god's list whether it's the 10 commandments or it's the sinful acts of our human nature in Galatians 5, our Jesus list here. When we read through a list like this, we recognize that we have done wrong. We are, as the Bible calls us, sinners before God. All these evil things come from inside of us. They they come from our hearts. And these evil things make us spiritually unclean. One day a rich young man came to Jesus and asked him, what good thing shall I do that I may obtain eternal life? And Jesus tells him that he had to keep the commandments. Listing some of the most important commandments, he told him, you you should not commit adultery. You should not murder. You, You should not steal. You should not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother. And you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And the young man responded, All these things I have kept since I was a small boy. Can I tell you something? I think this young man was lying. No one can be that good. Always keeping God's commandments. Always telling the truth. Always honoring parents. Always loving our neighbors. (laughs) I believe he was deceiving himself, thinking that he was better than what he was. And the Jewish leaders were thinking that they were better than what they were. And we need to be careful that we don't deceive ourselves thinking we are better than what we are. Let's simply admit that too much evil has flowed out of our hearts and lives, and the only way, the only way that we can be spiritually clean is through Jesus. The answer or the question that we've been asking is what makes us spiritually unclean. Jesus' fourth answer is what evil comes out of your heart. And let's admit that evil comes out of all of our hearts. That brings us to our practical applications this morning. This is where we need to talk about what we need to do as a result of this morning's message. This morning's study. We're going to spend a little bit more time here than we usually do today because I don't want any of you leaving here just knowing that you have an evil heart and an evil life. There is something that you can do about this evil in your life. Really, there is something that God can do about this evil. Maybe that's more important. Four action steps. Number one. Recognize the evil in your heart and life that makes you spiritually unclean before God. See, that's the main point of Jesus' lesson here. It is the evil in your heart and life that makes you spiritually unclean before God. And, that, and that's clear. We, we all know that. We all know we were sinners. Now, number two, turn to God for spiritual cleansing. By being born again in Christ and becoming a Christian, there there is nothing that we can do to make ourselves spiritually clean. See, that's the work of God, and so we need to turn to Him for spiritual cleansing. Titus 3 5 says, He saved us not because of the righteous things that we have done, but because of His mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. On the day of Pentecost, the Apostle Peter told the crowd to repent and be baptized that their sins may be forgiven and that they might receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Being born again and being forgiven in God's sight. That's what Jesus desires for you today. Now, number three. Anytime there is evil in your heart or life as a Christian, confess it and be spiritually cleansed by God we will not live perfect lives we we do not have perfect hearts I mentioned this verse last week in my communion meditation 1 John 1 9 if we confess our sins he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify purify us from all unrighteousness and then number four Let God's Spirit and God's Word transform your heart and mind, knowing and doing God's will. Romans 12.2 says, Don't be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. See, God's Spirit and God's Word can change you from the inside out as a disciple of Jesus. And that's what Jesus desires for you. He desires for you to come to him recognizing your wrong. He desires for you to turn your life over to him and be reborn in him, in Christ. He desires that when you recognize wrong in your life that you confess it and find forgiveness. And he desires a changed heart, and a changed life through His Spirit and His Word. Let's pray. Dear dear Father, I pray for everyone who's listening today. I I pray that You will bless and work in their lives. God, I, I pray for those who have never accepted You as Lord and Savior of their life. God, I pray that they will know, first of all, how much they need your forgiveness. And God, I pray that they will find your forgiveness in your Son. And God, I pray for us who are Christians that will never be satisfied with where we're at spiritually in our hearts, that we will always seek your forgiveness, and we will always seek becoming more and more like you in our hearts, in our minds, and in our lives work in us, that you might work through us and impact others. We pray all this in the powerful name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. We want to thank you all for listening today. We're so glad when you join us. And I pray again this message has touched you today. And if there's some way that we can minister to you, we always encourage you to give us a call on our church phone, 217-379-4443, or you can call us. Or you can contact us on, on our website, paxtonchurchofchrist.org. We, we want to help you know that, that, again, you're spiritually clean. You're spiritually clean. You're forgiven before God. We thank you so much for listening today. And so we look forward uh, to sharing with you again next Sunday.